Hey. Okay, so here's the deal. Alicia has come down with the cold, Mackenzie's away, and I slept for four hours last night. So none of us have the energy to record the podcast tonight, and tonight being the usual night we would be recording the podcast. And I also noticed in our schedule there's a bit of a hiccup. If we recorded the podcast tonight, we would be talking about Ephesians 6 and Philippians 1. It would work. It would just be a little jarring to go from book to book in one episode. So I figured I would look at Ephesians 6 by myself, but rather than actually taking you through the questions and taking you through the conversation we had, I thought I would make, I would go through the questions I made for Ephesians 6. And I thought I would take you through a step-by-step process on how we as VCF leaders look at the Bible and how we make a Bible study. And you can use this too. If you have your own Bible study, if you want to study the Bible with like your significant other, with your family, with your friends, even by yourself. Okay, so the first thing we do when we pick up the Bible and are wanting to make a question sheet for the Bible study is, well, first off, we delegate our books. So for those of you who don't know, Alicia, Mackenzie, and I are in like a rotation of who does what question sheet. So it goes Alicia, then Mackenzie, and then me. And then Alicia, and then Mackenzie, and then me. So first we get that in order. But the first the first thing we do as individuals is read through the chapter we have been delegated. So for me, in this case, I did just a straight read through of Ephesians 6. And then what I do while that's still in my mind, I make up the preemptive question. Now, the preemptive question is something I introduced this year to the VCF question format. And what it is, is basically a question that is supposed to frame where the discussion goes and what you're focusing on during our discussion. So, for instance, the preemptive question for my Ephesians 6 Bible study is, who do you have power over in your life? Who has power over you? Who do you see as an equal? How do you treat all these people? And Ephesians 6 is about people on different levels of power and Paul telling them how they should treat people. So this is my way of saying, hey, this is what we should be focusing on. So the preemptive question both helps uh, you guys as the people answering the question to really focus your discussion and whatever, we go on bunny trails, it's fine. But it does keep it focused, and it also helps us as leaders focus on the central theme of the book and not ask kind of out there questions unless we really feel like it or we really think they're worth it. Then after we've made our preemptive question, we read through, or at least I, read through a second time and I go through like verse by verse looking for questions I can answer. Some of them do relate to the preemptive question, the theme of that, and some of them don't. There's kind of different types of basic questions. For me, personally, my style, the main meat of my question is going to be the question that relates to the preemptive question. So I would call that the central theme question. 
So I rely pretty heavily on central theme questions. I kind of design, if that makes sense, the question sheet. Alicia, on the other hand, she likes using the obvious or basic question. And what basic questions are, and I actually have a good example of a basic question in my sheet, which is, what are the seven pieces of God's armor? What are their purposes? Now this doesn't, like, this doesn't go back to any central theme, but these aren't totally useless questions. What the basic or obvious question does is it primes you for another question that's either coming right after or somewhere down the line. So for instance, what are the seven pieces of God's armor and what are their purposes? And then following that, I had, why is prayer not included in this armor set? So question six, which is about God's armor, primed you for question seven. So, and Alicia loves doing that, I have noticed, in her Bible study. She asks these really obvious questions and then she follows it up with a hard-hitting question. So next time you see a very, like, easy-to-answer question, get ready for something coming up, sort of thing. Mackenzie likes using repeat questions. And repeat in real big quotation marks. What repeat questions are, they're basically questions that look very similar on the outset to another question. But if you answer them properly, or if you answer them in the way that Mackenzie is hoping, or that we are hoping you will answer them in, they will give you two totally different answers. It's not a mistake. It's just, think about this in this way, think about this in a slightly different way. So next time you see a question that is that kind of looks like it's the exact same as the question you just answered, it's usually because you were supposed to be focusing on the difference between the question as opposed to the similarities between them. Anyway, that's how we make our Bible studies. But then at the end, we go through a final pass. What the final pass is, it's basically, we'll go through the questions and we'll make sure everything's in a row. We just kind of trim it down or add something in that we think is cool. And then that's it. This is done. There is a complete VCF Bible study. Do you like poutine? You better, because on Wednesday, April 1st, 2020 at 6 p.m., we are hosting our end of the year poutine fest. So this is our final event. Uh, no, this is not an April Fool's joke. Please bring a topping and invite your friends. We don't know where it is yet. We'll share that next podcast. See you then.